Hi everyone, welcome to CDH Conversations podcast. Today we'll be speaking about fixed-term employment contracts in Kenya. My name is Christine Mugenyu and I'm a senior associate in the dispute resolution practice and employment practice at CDH Kenya. This podcast today will focus on the general principles in fixed-term contracts and in particular, we will cover the definition of a fixed-term contract, how a fixed-term contract is terminated, and what amounts to a legitimate expectation for renewal of a fixed-term contract. And more so, we'll look at the implications of the recent Court of Appeal decision in Keen Cleaners Limited versus Kenya Plantation and Agricultural Workers Union, which was delivered on 17th December 2021. We will also look at whether a notice of non-renewal of the contract is mandatory and the implications, if any, of failing to issue a notice of non-renewal. And finally, we will also discuss some practical ways that employers can use to ensure that their fixed-term contracts are construed as such and avoid instances where a fixed-term contract turns into an indefinite contract. Joining me today is Janet Nyaga, an associate in the CDH Employment Practice in the Kenyan office. Janet, thank you so much for your time to discuss fixed-term contracts in Kenya. Thank you, Christine. So before we dive into a discussion of the legal principles, Janet, could you enlighten us a bit more about fixed-term contracts and their general usage? Thank you, Christine. The Employment Act defines a fixed-term contract as a contract of service for a fixed or a definite period of time. So this kind of contract is distinguished from a permanent contract because it has an end date on the contract. Thank you, Janet. So on the issue of the specified term in the contract, we have seen instances where despite having an end date, the courts have held that an employee can have a legally enforceable expectation for the renewal of the contract. Indeed, Christine. The general rule in Kenya is that there is no legitimate expectation for the renewal of fixed-term contracts beyond the term specified in the contract. However, the courts have developed several exceptions to this general rule to provide instances when legitimate expectation for renewal of a fixed-term contract can arise. So, on 17th December 2021, the Court of Appeal in Keen Cleaners Limited versus Kenya Plantation and Agricultural Workers Union discussed some of these exceptions. This case in particular held that the long-standing, uninterrupted, and consistent practice of extending fixed-term contracts could be construed as giving an employee the legitimate expectation that the contract will be renewed, more so because no notice of non-renewal had been issued by the employer. Some other exceptions that have been developed from past decided cases by the Employment and Labor Relations Court include promises by the employer in the contract that lead the employee to anticipate that the contract could be renewed. An example of this is seen where an employment contract has a renewal clause or has wording like the employment contract may be renewed subject to the availability of donor funding or satisfactory performance. Another example that we've come across is where the employment contract has a clause that reads that any further extension of the employment contract will be subject to the employee's satisfactory performance or ongoing requirement of the employee's services by the company. Another exception is where the employer fails to issue a notice of non-renewal. So the courts have held that the failure to issue the notice of non-renewal can be construed as creating a legitimate expectation of renewal. But we shall deal with the implications of failing to issue a notice later in the podcast. Indeed, Janet. However, the Employment and Labor Relations Court 
in Teresa Carlo Mondi versus Transparency International Kenya emphasized that the presence of these exceptions should not be taken as conclusive proof of legitimate expectation. As such, it appears that in determining whether there exists a legitimate expectation for renewal of a fixed-term contract, courts consider the merits of each case and analyze the nature of the employment relationship in each case and consider whether there exists a rational and objective reason for the expectation. The representation underlying the expectation must be clear and the expectation must be induced by a person with the authority to renew the contract. That is interesting, Christine. I have also noted that the burden of proof in legitimate expectation claims is always on the employee. So what this means is that the employee must prove that the employer led the employee to legitimately expect there will be renewal. On the extension of a fixed-term contract, can parties extend the employment contract beyond the contractual term without a written agreement on the same? Yes, Janet. Parties to an employment contract can indeed extend the contract by conduct where the contract expires but the employee continues in employment without any objection from the employer. If the employee continues working after the lapse of a fixed-term contract, their fixed-term contract is presumed to be renewed for the term of the expired contract. However, if the contract is renewed again by conduct, the same will be presumed to be for an indefinite period until termination on a reasonable notice or breach or by operation of the law. Thank you, Christine. And how are fixed-term contracts terminated? So a fixed-term contract can be terminated within the pendency of the contract or at the end of the contract. If it is terminated within the pendency of the contract, the employer has an obligation to follow the procedure laid down in the Employment Contract and the Employment Act on termination of contracts. In this regard, the employer should ensure that they have a fair and valid reason for the termination and also follow the rules on fair procedure. The general position is that once a fixed-term contract reaches its end date, an employer has no obligation to give reasons for the termination. Termination due to a fraction of time is a sufficient reason. This is the position as held by the Court of Appeal in National Water Conservation and Pipeline Corporation versus Jane Kanini Mwanza. As such, prior to the end of the contract, the employer should ensure that they give a reasonable notice of non-renewal of the contract. The reasonable notice period could, for instance, be the contractually agreed notice period of termination. That is interesting, Christine. That discussion begs the question whether the failure to issue a notice of non-renewal amounts to the constructive or automatic renewal of the fixed-term contract. So we came across the case of registered trustees of the Presbyterian Church of East Africa and another versus Ruth Gadoni Ngotho. In this case, the Court of Appeal held that despite a fixed-term contract requiring a three-month non-renewal notice, failure to give the notice did not amount to an automatic renewal due to the provisions in the employer's human resource manual providing that renewal is subject to mutual consent. It therefore seems that in the absence of contract provisions in the employer's human resource manual, failure to give notice of non-renewal might be construed as automatic renewal of the contract. Further, failure to issue a notice of non-renewal creates a legitimate expectation for the renewal of the contract. As such, it is imperative that employers give sufficient notice of non-renewal of a contract.
So, Janet, in conclusion today, what are some of the practical ways that employers who are listening to us today can ensure that their fixed-term contracts do not turn into indefinite contracts? So one of those ways is that in the employment contract, employers should refrain from including renewal clauses and wording that could be construed as promises of renewal of the contract. For example, wording that suggests renewal of the contract being subject to satisfactory performance or availability of donor funds, or even including the term renewable in the contractual period clause. Secondly, employers could use longer-term contracts to reduce the frequency of renewals. For instance, instead of issuing one-year renewable contract for three years, an employer could consider issuing a three-year fixed-term contract. Thirdly, employers should give reasonable notice of non-renewal of the contract. However, if the parties have set the notice period in the contract, then the employer should ensure that they adhere to the timelines. Failing to do so can be construed as constructive renewal of the contract. Well, thank you so much, Janet. Thank you, Christine. That brings us to the end of our conversation today. Thank you all for listening in. The views and information expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily present those of the firm. All content is provided for general purposes only and does not constitute legal advice. We make no representations, warranties or guarantees whether expressed or implied that the content on our podcast is accurate, complete, up-to-date or reflects the current law. We accept no responsibility for any loss or damage, whether direct or consequential, arising from reliance on the information which is presented here.